Welcome to Empowering Connections, a podcast by Connie Akins, a licensed professional counselor with a private practice to help you heal your personal and professional relationships through counseling advice, tips, and ideas. Empowering Connections will focus on healthy ways to improve these relationships, help you manage your stress, and attain a better sense of self-fulfillment. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today I have a special guest. Her name is Latresa Rice. She is the Director of Student Support Services at the University of Michigan Dearborn. She is the author of two books, a motivational speaker. One of her books is entitled Gate to Life, and the other one is called Fruit Circle. She recently wrote an article in the Faith Failure Success book, and she is also the founder of It's Time Enterprise. Latresa, would you like to tell the audience anything else about yourself? Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. I am also an LMSW. I've been a therapist for over 15 years as well. And I'm just really excited to be able to empower our youth and others who've had personal struggles, no matter what venue I'm choosing to use. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for being my guest today. So we're going to jump right in with the first question uh, based on the article that she wrote in the book, Faith, Failure, and Success. So tell me what the term faith means to you. To me, faith means belief and trust in God. And so it's one thing to say that you believe in God, but do you trust him? When we believe and trust in God, we're willing to take more risks. We're willing to step out into the deep, if you will. We're willing to pursue that dream no matter what obstacle comes our way. And so faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Everything that we see right now is because somebody had a belief and trust in God to, for it to uh, come to fruition. So we have to operate in faith, even in the area of business. Okay. And I think that's important as well. But most people, like you said, don't think that faith is a part of the picture. So what does the term failure mean to you? Failure to me is simply an aspect in the process of success. It, it is, for example, the scripture talks about how whatsoever you do shall prosper. When people think that they have failed, actually you simply gain more insight. You've gained more wisdom. There's something you can glean from every experience when you are a child of God. You don't fail. You actually keep growing. So failure is a necessary part of the process to success. Okay. I, I believe in that too. I think that um, we use our failures to, like you said, gain insight and also to learn whatever lesson we need to learn in life about various situations, not only business, but just life in general. Um, when there's an app, when there's a failure, which for most people is either the lack of accomplishing something or perhaps um, the inability to get to the goal that you're trying to reach. However, that doesn't mean that um, you'll never reach it. It just means that perhaps you need to keep trying, you need to uh, do something different, stop mm -hmm. doing the same thing. We both know um, as therapists that people have habitual habits that become their roadblocks, that become their obstacles, and it stops them from doing the things that they need to do. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. I totally agree. And we have to get to the place where you want it bad enough to break the habit. You know, uh, even when you think about the beginning of the year, a lot of times we say, I'm going to drop 50 pounds or I'm going to drop 100 pounds this year. And somewhere we fall off. And a lot of times it's because we haven't gotten to the point of I want it so bad that I'm willing to fail in the process. I'm willing to do whatever I need to do to pursue that genuinely. It's a thought, but is it an action? You know, you have to put, when you talk about failure, you have to put actions with your thought. And a lot of times we'll start out good and then we'll get off track. And the real issue is when we really committed in the first place. Absolutely, because we shouldn't let uh, one failure stop us from reaching goals and aspirations. Should take that failure or that loss and let it be a motivation to do something different, to try something new, um, Mm -hmm. to continue to work your plan. Because I think a lot of times people don't uh, continue to do the things that are necessary for success. I totally agree. And I can think about Thomas Edison, you know, with the light bulb. Had he just quit after those thousands of times of failing for it to work, we wouldn't have lights. <laughs> so we have to get to the place where, okay, I, I didn't work out this way, but why didn't it work out? Okay, what do I need to do to change some of these things so I can finally see what I've seen in my mind manifest in the natural? Absolutely. And I think a lot of, um, if you listen to a lot of motivational speakers or famous people like athletes, they'll tell you it's the habit, it's the repetition. It's the consistency. It's the persistence. Those are the things that creates the wins. Absolutely. So what does success mean? Success means seeing the, uh, taking all the different things that you've experienced, what looked like failure, you've gleaned from all of that and seeing the full manifestation of it. So success is the result of your perseverance. Success is a result of your faith in God. And so success means you actually saw something from beginning to the end. Okay. And I, and I can give you an analogy of that. I always wanted to have my own office. And so finally, I got my own office, you know, after years of subleasing and sharing spaces, um, I decided it's time to step out. It's time to do the thing that I have been wanting to do. And I think a lot of people um, need that, that faith mindset to do the thing that they want to do, um, whatever that thing is. Absolutely. Absolutely. And making sure you have the right mentors. You know, we have to keep in mind that we don't exist in and of ourselves and we're interconnected. So it's important to have mentors or advisors, if you will, who've walked in that area so that you can see what are some of the obstacles that that person dealt with? How do I avoid those things? What are some things that they've done to get them where they are? And a lot of times we're talking about pursuing dreams or we're talking about uh, walking a vision out. We don't think about the aspect of having mentors or having people on our team, but Jesus had tons of people on his team. When he walked, he chose 
certain disciples. You know, assignments are not things that are required to actually accomplish the mission. It's not for just you to do in and of yourself. And so when you're operating as uh, when you're operating as God in the area of business, for example, you're being omniscient. Uh, God is omniscient. God knows all things. An, an entrepreneur who is acting like God, if you will, in business, they are constantly researching their clientele. They are researching their competition. This person is going to seminars to improve on their craft. They're constantly learning. They're constantly doing their best to know as much as they possibly can about their craft. And someone who is, um, uh, no, God is omnipotent. He has all power. You know, we have to keep in mind that if we're going to operate like God, even in the area of business, uh, uh, being omnipotent or demonstrating power, that means that we have to put ourselves in a position to do so. We have to take risks. You have to be bold in your walk as an entrepreneur. Ask the questions that you need to ask. So some of these things that we see business owners do or entrepreneurs do are actually aspects, if you will, of the character of God. We don't have to divorce our Christianity to be successful in business. Awesome. So how can, how can entrepreneurs change their mindset to be being more like God in their business? You talked really? about consistency and I believe it was marketing. What else can, can they do? To work on One their minds. Important things you can do to change your mindset is to at least set aside 30 minutes per day of personal development. It's hard to have a different mindset if all you see is something that's not where you're trying to go. And so even for the entrepreneur, it's important to value the gifts that God has placed in you enough to go on YouTube, research different things that will help you perfect that. Find out what seminars are taking place that will help you develop that. Um, find out what things are other people listening to that help them with their mindset. For example, if your mindset is, I need to get away from the mindset of I have to spend everything in my account, then you have to begin to listen to more financial, uh, financial development workshops. You have to begin to pour in more information from those who are successful. So you'll be looking up the different millionaires and finding out how do they think? How do they operate? So it's important to set aside at least 30 minutes per day to just to do personal development, to work with your mind. The mind is powerful. The mind can cause you to think things are real. That's not. The mind can cause you to do all kinds of things, to overcome challenges that most people would think that you could not overcome. And so we have to work that muscle. Absolutely. And I love the fact that you said personal development. I believe in personal development. Like you said, setting aside 30 minutes a day to read, to um, expand on the things that you are trying to achieve, um, do some goal setting, some, um, some writing to manifest what it is that you want. You have to be constantly cognizant of the things that you're trying to achieve. And, and like, like Latrice says, set aside that time. Um, you can do it in the morning or in the, in the late evening. It just depends on you. But set aside time for your personal growth. And I think a lot of people forget that they're trying to grow within themselves because some people, once they get to a certain level, they think there's no more to do. 
No, there's always more to do. There's more to learn. There's more to read. There's more to um, learning about the different people who are already in the pathway of where you're trying to go. And so that was very, very um, good information. Very good. Thank you. Another thing that I've done in relation to personal development is I've used version to look up the different devotionals that are related to areas that I need to strengthen. And I'll go through that devotional during the week. I'll study different scriptures in relation to those things. So personal development is beyond just YouTube. It's also getting into the word of God and really diving in and uh, soaking in the words that you, if you're going to operate like God in the area of business, you have to know who he is and how to operate. Absolutely. And and Latrice, I absolutely love you version. I usually start my day um, with the Bible app and, and and it's kind of, it's, it's, we're really kindred spirits in that, in that sense, because um, I will look up things to not only strengthen myself, but to support clients that I serve. So when I'm working with couples, um, I'll look and say, you know, what is it that God would want them to do in their relationship? Now I do have all this therapy stuff, but what is the spiritual component that is going to strengthen them? And sometimes you just learn a whole lot more by studying the word and it's applicable to every area of our lives. And that's what people um, should realize. And so, yeah, when you said you version, I just started smiling. <laughs> <laughs> because that's a part of my that's a part of my routine. Daily. I try to do it before the I try to do it the moment I open my eyes. And when I don't, something will go away that day. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> it's just it's just nice to, you know, to have that type of connection. Um, yes. <laughs> because spiritual to me supersedes everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's your foundation. Yeah. So let's talk more about the God-like mindset. Um, We talked about personal development, which is the changing of your mindset and how to strengthen your mindset. But what does it look like, um, if you could be descriptive in any way, uh, to having a God-like mindset? The first thing that comes to mind for me in terms of business is integrity. What comes to mind Mm -hmm. for you? I agree, integrity comes to mind. Also, what I would say comes to mind is royalty. Royalty comes to mind. If we're saying that we are a part of a royal priesthood, we are a peculiar people, that to me says that it's important for you to stand out. It's important for you to recognize that you're not supposed to be like everybody else. You know, it's important for you to recognize that you don't have to accept every client just because they're dishing out money. Royalty looks at things and determines what's worthy of their presence and what's <laughs> worthy of their skill set. And so if and royalty does not decrease itself just to meet somebody else's budget, your price is your price. You know, it's just, when I think about a godlike mindset, especially in the area of business. It's knowing who you are, whose you are, and what you're called to do, and not wavering on that. Jesus knew who he was. He knew whose he was. He knows what he was called to do, and he stood flat-footed on it. And so an entrepreneur that has a God-like mindset is one 
who's operating integrity. It's one that recognizes that they have a product of value. It's a quality product. It's one that is uh, unmovable when it comes to their core principles. They, they don't allow others to cause them to waver on those things. An entrepreneur with a God-like mindset loves people. And see, a lot of times you have the business owner that loves the byproduct, which is just getting the money. But the entrepreneur with the God-like mindset is developing a product to solve the problem of a person. They care enough about that person to put everything they have into solving that problem that the person has. So it's about people. It's about relationships. When you have a God-like mindset, you want to know more about your client. You know, what's your favorite color? You, you want to know if your client is allergic to sesame seed, if you will, and you're hosting an event. You know, a person with a God-like mindset is learning more and more about their client. They are perfecting their product. They are sharing the good news. Uh, about their product, the good news, if you will, constantly to everybody that they see, because it's important. You have the solution to the problem that people have, and if you're going to keep your mouth shut and sit on it, then guess what? You can't say you love them if you won't share the good news. Awesome, awesome. So sharing the good news, stepping out on faith, having the right mindset, being open, and making sure that you share your product because your product is a representation of who you are through Christ Jesus. Yes. And that's what I heard you saying. Yes, ma'am. So <laughs> one more time, how can a person use their brand? And I think you talked about it a little bit, but could you expand on how working your brand demonstrates your faith? Absolutely. God is omnipresent. So he's in all places at all times. If he's with me, he's also with you. you it doesn't have to be, uh, he's not like Satan where he's only in one spot. <laughs> he's everywhere. And so an entrepreneur who is operating like God with regards to being omnipresent, if you will, their message, their logo is everywhere. They are at seminars. They are at networking events. This, this individual is consistently posting on their social media links every day. They are showing up to be omnipresent in, in, with regards to business is that you show up. You're in a position where your client can see you. They know you're present. They can reach out and touch you. They, they know your phone numbers. They know what your logo looks like. When we think about certain businesses, for example, if you think about Ford Motor Company, you, you recognize that Ford logo. Why? Because Ford is everywhere. Their logo, they invest, they, they use money as a seed because money is simply a tool that we're supposed to use to provide answers to situations and circumstances. We're not supposed to love it. And so we use money as the seed that it is and we invest in marketing. We in, invest in uh, nonprofits and other agencies and uh, make sure our logo is present on pamphlets, on programs, our, our logo is on vehicles, whatever you can think of to make sure that you're more visible as an entrepreneur. And that if you're doing that, you are essentially operating like God by acting omnipresent. Awesome. I really like that. That's good. Uh, I don't think that people in the worldly sense think about 
faith and business, period. I don't think they think about um, how they represent themselves as a brand and a market, which will bring other people to them to solve problems. So awesome, awesome, awesome. So my very last question is, um, what, what would you tell a person who has failed and they feel like giving up? You failed and you felt like giving up. There's so many of other people who have failed and felt like giving up. But because you have already demonstrated that you are an overcomer by simply being born, when you think about the way the body is structured, the moment something enters that body, that woman's body, it's attacked because it's a foreign entity. But you overcome that at birth. You've already demonstrated that you have a track record of overcoming obstacles. This one failure is simply a stepping stone into your promise. Embrace the failure, learn from it. Get back up and keep pursuing because God has deemed you to be a warrior in his kingdom. Otherwise, he would not have chosen you to walk this walk. It is okay to fail. The issue is, can you trust God enough that when you fail, you go to him in prayer and gain more, glean more insight and actually do something different, continue to pursue that dream. And ultimately you will not fail because we always win. Absolutely. So I think that's a good closing word. We always win. We just have to get back up and keep trying. Don't stop trying, audience. Um, and Teresa, tell people how people can find you. How can they follow you? Yes, you can follow me. I am on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. I'm everywhere. Uh, Latresa Rice is my name. And even on Goodreads, I'm Latresa Rice. I also have a website that you can find me on, which is latresarice.com. Absolutely. Thank you for being on the show today. It's a thank pleasure to have this conversation about faith and business. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. The Empowering Connections podcast is not intended to replace the need for a professional counseling relationship. This podcast does not constitute professional advice or counseling services. As always, if you need mental health services, please seek a qualified mental health provider. You can find Connie Akins on the websites Psychology Today and Therapy for Black Girls. If you have an iTunes or Spotify account, please subscribe, share, and continue to listen. Feel free to check out Connie Aiken's website at www.empoweringserenity.net. And follow Connie on Instagram at Connie Aikens LPC. You may not edit, modify, or redistribute this podcast. We appreciate you listening to the Empowering Connections podcast and providing feedback. Stay positive.